and welcome to the Sparkle Pod, Move It Mama's very own podcast. A community connected through exercise, but so much more. The Sparkle Pod aims to sprinkle a little bit of everything, from sparkle and sunshine to our daily grind and rigmaroles. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back, Sparkle Potters. Today, Jess and I are back in the wardrobe. And to be fair, we're a little bit sick of the trials and tribulations that technology has been presenting us with. But we are continuously blown away by your love of our waffles. It's inspired us to do another lockdown lowdown, and it's Monday. So hopefully you can find some time in your week to sit back and enjoy it, enjoy our chat. Today, we talk about our four-week challenge our latest insecurities, and the fire in our belly about keeping things simple. Hello, Jessica Ruth. (laughs) Lisa Jane. How are you, Jessica Ruth? Oh, I just was listening to your intro there and thinking about the trials and tribulations of technology. And I was imagining, like, well, I was thinking, like, maybe some people think that we that you have tons of staff and employees that know how to do stuff like this. <laughs> but we just we just shoot for the stars amongst ourselves, don't we? Can we just express to our listeners that every time we decide to do a podcast, and we've done quite a few episodes now, it's like probably we've had one straightforward recording. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, we start and it takes a good at minimum half an hour to actually get into the record. Hey. Yeah, so we were aiming to start recording at 12.30pm, but then that just got um, put off by five minutes because you were feeding. So then it was about quarter to one by the time we got on, and it's now one oh seven. So it's at, at legit at least 20. <laughs> um, that's okay. We're here the way. We're here. We're back with a vengeance, back with a fire. What are we talking about, Lise? Well, I just think we need to just say, though, the reason why we keep doing this, even though it is quite difficult for our technologically savvy, unsavvy brains, is that the you guys or you out there listening, your like feedback and messages that are coming through all the time are why we're doing it. So thank you to you guys. AGS, don't you agree? Yeah, big time. And even these waffly ones that we're, you know, pursuing, um, actually people are enjoying them. And we're probably lockdowns in our favour in that regard. (laughs) Maybe when people are back out of lockdown, they won't listen, do you reckon? Yeah, maybe. But maybe, I don't know, they might miss us. I know that there's a few of you that are using us as your running buddy because you can't have a running buddy because we're in lockdown. But Anyway, um, so what we're going to talk about is last night we introduced or announced our um, four-week challenge. So if you're not in Move It Mama um, and you don't, you're not really familiar with our brand, our big thing is um, we don't really love your standard challenge that you see in, in other, um, how do I say this, Jess? Other, Just in the fitness industry as a whole, fitness. I think. Yeah. So the reason why we don't like fads, we like to try and create routines and lifestyle. And so that's Move It Mama began because it was implementing daily exercise into your lifestyle to then create a happier life and not a six week challenge or a summer shred. There's nothing like that at all. You know, it's just about learning how good exercise makes you feel to then try and exercise all year round. So this 
challenge that we've announced, um, it's the third time we've done it and it's been really successful because it's taught people to um, use exercise as more of a um, tool to live a, happy, a happier life. So then they will do it regularly. So the challenge, Jess, would you like to take on? Because I've talked too much already. Well, I was just thinking as you were talking about that and just being mindful of my mic volume here as well. So just you know, I'm just like overanalyzing every single thing about this right now. But anyway, I was thinking how awful the summer bodies are made in winter. That whole, that phrase and that concept is actually what gets my goat. Like, I just, I can't stand it. Can I just say to you, I I don't know, you won't remember this because you don't remember anything, but I was on the AM show a few years ago. Do you Mm -hmm. remember that? Yeah, yeah. And on public, national, public, on national television, I said, um, Duncan Garner said to me, and so let's talk about, you know, you hate the quote, summer bodies are made in winter. Do you know that, Jess? I've, I've, no, I'd forgotten that detail. I yeah. know the interview, but yeah. And like, isn't it ironic that you, we haven't really ever talked about that, but how you hate that and I hate that. And I know that Shah would hate that as well. Just the fact of the matter is, like, the whole concept is actually effing stupid, you know, to think that for a few months of the year you should be physically um, looking better or feeling better or looking better than the rest of the the year. The fact is it shouldn't be about looking a certain way for a few periods, a few months of the year, and it shouldn't even be looking a certain way for the bloody whole year. It should actually be like uh, to live a healthy life and to feel my body and to look after my one body that I'm ever given is to be someone that regularly exercises. So why the heck did some? Oh, anyway, it's these multinationals profiting off us being a bit stupid and it really racks me up. Yeah, so it's really crazy. Like it's crazy because there are so many fads out there and there's so many you know different challenges and within the fitness industry so we decided we wanted to do a challenge but we our challenge is always going to be based around creating a routine and creating a habit of getting that exercise into your life Mm, and hopefully mm. um once you've installed that habit installed that um habit or discipline Jess it it then becomes Mm. a habit Mm -hmm. yeah it's you've asked me about two minutes ago to describe the nature of the challenge and I still haven't even got there (laughs) but yes that's it it's about like um you know these six week challenges or any type of challenge you see seems to or as far as like the traditional challenge would encourage a certain behaviours and habits for a set period of time only to see people then just completely drop those behaviours for the next six to 12 weeks before they then go on, it's like a cycle, they go into another challenge because... Pay money too to do it? Yes. Pay money? Yes, and it's often because the requirements of the challenge are not sustainable to someone. So... I don't know, I have one particular one in my mind and I'm not going to name any anyone in the exercise industry, but that, you know, it, the, the the nutrition alongside the exercise commitment is just such a big thing to take on. It's just so many tweaks to their normal life that like 
changing so much in such a small short time frame yes it will be effective on the scales at the end of that six weeks but is it actually going to be effective long term and I often think the answer is no um and that's why our challenge so far has been very simple and it's actually our third cycle through it it's changed slightly since the first cycle where we've added in the water water requirement and a stretch a weekly stretch but otherwise the concept is just remaining simple it's just to choose two three or four workouts a week and therefore just cement that habit you know cement drinking two or three liters of water whatever you whatever you kind of want you know just to like at the end of the day move your body regularly and commit to that first and then after the six week well it's actually just four weeks this time our hope is by the four week time frame when that's up is that you've cemented that and you can continue from there with that habit yeah and the other thing is it doesn't cost you anything to join this challenge because ultimately our goal and it's always been our goal is just to try and help out and make everyone else try and live a happier lifestyle a happier life yeah yeah I mean yeah we I could just talk about what makes me irate for quite do, some time do you think um I I just feel like with our Jess and myself and we're just speaking on behalf of Shah because she's at work at the moment in Cambridge but like the whole um concept of move it mama is keep it simple so the challenge is keep it simple the you know, the water intake, keep it simple. Just, um, I think that the whole overall philosophy of Move It Mama is just to not overcomplicate things. So, you know, do some exercise, have some water, and it doesn't need to be expensive. You don't need equipment. We're just trying to create habits to then um, encourage us to live a happier and healthier lifestyle. Yeah. I wonder if people will listen to this and it will annoy them, you know. I wonder if, well, I don't mean annoy them, but we say all of this, but I know that some people respond to different challenges and different accountability tools differently, right? And and that's kind of why we did it, A, eh, in the first place, the first six-week challenge, because we didn't do one for a long time and it was because of our kind of um, drive to making this a lifestyle and not getting into something for six weeks and dropping it so we did we were a bit reluctant to do it for a while but then but why do we do this so we soon realized that people needed some people needed that account needed this tool as an accountability um piece and they really thrive off it and they've continued to do it even though we're not officially running it as well like the feedback has been so phenomenal and we've had so many members continue counting their workouts, continue committing to three a week, continue committing to their weekly stretch and stuff, which and that, is perfect. Yeah, that's our, ultimately the goal. The goal is for you, say I'm going to call someone Sally, to be like, oh, I'm not really doing those workouts. I know I should, but I'm just not. Okay, right, there's a challenge. I'm going to commit in my head because it's sometimes we need this in our heads. I know that. I, I mean, I know where we might be a little bit different to everybody else or you might be different to somebody down the road. But for Sally, she goes, right, I'm going to do two. And then she, at the end of the four weeks, she think, looks back and goes, wow, I feel so good now. I'm going to keep doing two. It's now... I really I understand that now I understand what they're talking about 
Yeah, and I've had lots of we've had lots of messages like exactly that. I'm thinking of one in particular that's been personal messaging me and wouldn't yeah, like wasn't wasn't committing otherwise and had had committed previously but had felt this sense of failure and that's often what happens is that and that's what I refer to these other challenges that I know of that ask for too much and therefore you walk away halfway through or at the end thinking you've failed and that does nothing for your mental mind and um, confidence and you know self-satisfaction so that's again why these are always kept simple way. Do you know, I'm just thinking about something. So I um, belong to an online yoga, uh, sort of the same kind of concept. It's through a website though. And um, it's $10 a week, which like, I know that's, oh, I just said like. Mum said that I say like all the time. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't really do them. And I, maybe if there was sort of, if I had to, she said, okay, right, I'm going to give you a challenge. You've got to do one a week. I might do it, Jess. So now I'm thinking about that. Like, <laughs> this is nice. normal, yeah. possibly, for people it to is, need really. to be told. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is normal. I mean, this is why personal trainers exist, you know. It's normal for people to need some accountability. And this is, a lot of the time, people that cancel their movement membership need to be face-to-face with people. It's so normal. And everybody is different and will thrive in different environments. Um, yeah. The point of this chat, though, is the fact that we are doing a challenge, but it's not your standard before and after challenge or, you know, eat less than, I don't even know about calories, but that kind of thing. This is just to create good habits. And this is what makes, this fuels our fire because we don't want you to change everything, you know, about your life. We just mm. want you to add in a little bit of exercise, a bit of water and a stretch and see mm. how you feel at the end of it. And if you feel great, then keep going. Yeah. And I would say too that like for anyone listening who exercises not regularly in their life, I don't know if many, I don't know who's listening to these. There's a lot, but I don't know who they are, you know, um, if it's not in your life. And I think you can listen to this kind of thing and just think it's so bullshit what we're talking about a little bit. Like, why do I have to do exercise I don't it doesn't make me feel that great but I would argue that it might be quite far out of your life it hasn't been regularly in your life recently for you to know and firsthand understand the benefits of it so therefore to give it a go and therefore if it's not in your life start with two workouts a week it's such a crazy thing eh? because sometimes I think this chat is real boring and I don't know if it is it might be that might be, but that's okay. Um, what I was thinking though, like <clears throat> I had to get up this morning at 5.45 to sit on the loo and get ready for my workout. I always get up and just there. go straight to the loo, but do you know what? I don't even put the light on in the toilet now because the bathroom's been redone, but we still haven't got the vanity, righty, righty, right. And um, which is real annoying when you do a poo on the toilet and you don't have immediate access to wash your hands. Do you know what that feels like? Anyway, what I was going to say is I don't even put the light on because there is um, – we need new carpet and there's no – there's a gap underneath the door to the the floor. So the light would really wake up, Dan, and I'm trying to be really um, – I'm taking a leaf out of your book and trying to be really, <laughs> really um, 
consider it. So <laughs> I sit on the loo with no light and then I have to have a torch to wipe my bum. I use my phone torch. I was just about to say, can you check that you've like, you know, gotten everything tidied up okay? Or Yeah. And then I hate having to open the door without washed hands. I feel really gross doing that. So anyway, I, I just think your life, you know, your kids, your kids, you spent a good 10 years of one child at least waking before 5.45, I swear. And just in the recent months, like me think, thinking that you have to be considerate to Dan at 10 to 6 is like, what? Like everyone's awake. <laughs> Life changed me. Anyway, Life's I, changed only just in the last few months though because even Tay-Tay is sometimes up that early, isn't he? He's been up every night for the last three nights in the middle of the night crying. Anyway, mm. I'm back on, I'm on the loo and I'm thinking, I don't think I can, like the night before I get excited about exercise because I get excited about the feeling, but then morning comes that early and I think, I actually don't legit think I can actually do this. And mm. so I'm not that, I'm, I'm excited to get the feeling and to reset me, especially for a Monday, how great is it that we can and we're privileged enough to be able to move our body to reset for a Monday and start the week off with a bang kind of thing. But I was swear when I logged on this morning at 6.07, I actually chatted for about five minutes before I even got to work because <laughs> I don't know why, but I was not really thinking I was able to do it, but I did it. And I just honestly... Like you, you manage to drink your bottle of water as well. Like I have these routines where I'll do the workout and I, I, I thought to myself before I logged on, it's only 20 minutes, come on. You know, it's only 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it, and really 20 minutes is pretty quick. And mm. and I've been, before I left the room, after I, you know, finished the workout, I made sure I drank most of my bottle of water. And how good is that? And then I went straight to my um, iPad and did, you know, I did payroll and I did some work and mm. I I reset myself for Monday and right now, I mean, it is only Monday at one twenty-three, but I actually feel really good and it just reminds you of what you can do, what's in your control to actually make you feel better. Control, I saw uh, um, the Keep It Cleaner, who we also follow, um, talking about controlling the controllables, which I know that I feel like Shah doesn't really like that phrase where you – Oh no, Shah uses it though, where you focus on what you can control and exercise being one of them. You know, I saw a great post from someone last night too, a really good thing about what a list of what you can control, particularly in lockdown. Um, And one of them is movement and one of them is drinking water and, you know, what you eat and all this sort of stuff. Um, And that's where I think going back to like, you know, the hatred I have for summer and you for summer bodies being made in winter is like, it's just, it's just going back in time to where exercise was only the message that we got was that exercise was for maintaining or managing our weight and nothing else, you know, it was just never, I don't know if I, maybe it was like, did yeah, but we've talked about this before. Like it just didn't seem to ever be about the mental health benefits, being more productive, being more patient, being happier, being more focused, you know, feeling empowered, like you can get shit done and you can cope. Like speaking of the, you know, you said we were going to talk about and insecurities a bit, which reminds me of this, what I said to my husband this morning was, and I said it to the Move It Mama woman in my workout at the end when I was stretching, 
I've got this new sort of thing of a you know this resurrected Sunday night blues type situation just having had him home through lockdown for the most part he only did emergency jobs and then now he's back at work for the most part full time again too and having that whole new having him leave the house again Monday to Friday um all day I'm feeling a bit down about like thinking you know I've got the kids to myself again and I know that's a bit might be insensitive to people who are having to work all through lockdown or who are still in level four and stuff like that and I apologize if it is but like the by the end of my workout sorry this has gone on for a bloody long time but the end of my workout I was I was totally much more rational about my situation even even as he walked out the door as I was still stretching and I just felt so much more calm about it. Yeah. Once again, though, like don't dumb down what you find a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. Like, I, I'm yeah. nervous about um, having to get all my kids out the door at 8.15 and get them all off to school and in a calm manner without the rush and the shove. And I'm, I'm anxious about doing all that on my own. Like, yeah. you know, I've had Dan around as well, but you know, each to their own, we might have a lot of, I know there are a lot of single mums out there, solo mums, and yeah. they do it on their own. And, yeah. you know, they've got their own, that might be easier for them because maybe they had a partner that didn't help anyway, but were, but was there, you know, so we've yeah. all got our own like struggles. Or it could be a million times much more difficult as well. And yeah, yeah, totally, I know. This is our insecurity that we were going to, that we were talking about earlier that I was worried about what we say all the time. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was thinking about, I've lost my train of thought, but I was going to say, pipe something in just before you started talking about that. What were we talking about? Do you um, just mean like my feelings are valid, even though... You yeah, know. your feelings are totally valid. But bef- yeah, I was going to say, um, before you started talking about that, like what made you talk about that? Because we were, we were actually chatting about exercise and how it makes us feel yeah. like so at the end of the workout I so prior to my workout at 7 a.m this morning I'd said to Dorian oh gosh yeah, I'm yeah, just you were really gutted crap. about you leaving and I feel gutted again that it's Monday like and I haven't you know pre-lockdown I was on a roll and I suppose you know I had days where I've got Nina in care two and a half days a week and you know I've got things to do and meetings and going out and stuff but whereas we were in level three so I'm at home with the kids and the fact he was leaving again you know to work I just it's a it's a readjustment period after lockdown yeah and you are working and you are paid to work as well so and it's a worry that if he's not around because normally you the kid when you did work often Nina wasn't around she was at preschool but I'm the same like Dan was going to be going away tomorrow for four nights and I was like mm. how am I going to like I know I can do it because my kids are older and I can set them a task that they're independent but still that might mm. not work like that and mm. it is really hard to have four children that you need to homeschool but not really worry about that because really you're reading all these articles to say that they're going to be fine but the teachers are expecting a few things from them Mm. and then you and then you're trying to run a business so I was feeling really like I don't know how I'm going to cope you know so yeah yeah. we all have our own little qualms sometimes sometimes you just get and I feel for the Aucklanders who are in this for at least they're at least another week at level four aren't they um uh, you know, in the thick of homeschooling, working and juggling everything. Um, plus, you know, the financial s- pressures and stuff that a lockdown creates, extra financial stress and stuff. Um, 
some t- I don't know where I was going to go. I had something to say. I've gone got off something to say. I've... Well, <laughs> yeah, it's a, you. You've got to really, really try and sort out your mindset because you've, if you're feeling really down and out and depressed, you really need to try and think what can you do to kind of change that. Yes. Because yeah. As we talked about Steph Lee Smith saying, control the controllables. Like, so it, exercise. We know that exercise will make you feel better. Mm, so yeah. please, can you try and just do some exercise, even if it's a walk around the block, get out for some yeah. fresh air, yeah, do something. Look, look at the find treats that you look forward to, like my coffee. Think yeah. about things to get you through the hard times. Yeah. Um, um, that's where I differ to you a little bit with my workouts, although my early, no, I've been doing strength at 16, which is hard. But, you know, currently a pregnancy postpartum workout is not very, very stressful for me, like a hit a hit work you know it's not as high intensity for me so and it's at 7 a.m not 16 but for the large part I know that I always because I know how the exercise makes me feel I never really kind of dread it the way you do I think I don't know I always just am like oh gosh I really need this even if I can't be bothered oh I need this and so I'm yeah. fine getting into it. I was going to use my injuries as a bit of an um, excuse, but it's oh, not true. Yeah. Nah, I've been like this all my life. <laughs> um, yeah, but I reckon you're a bit weird. I mean, not weird. We don't like that word. We've just, we we learned about that word. We didn't like that word when we talked no. to Shara about that. Yeah. But I feel like you and Shara are really amazing in that respect, that you are quite positive about it. Whereas I'm just like, I know how hard it's going to be for me. I'm older than you. Possibly it's an age thing. <laughs> nah, you've been like this for at least four years. Hey, can we just talk about this is nothing to do with um, insecurities, but I just, you probably won't be at this stage, but there'll be people out there that will know what I'm talking about. You possibly might be. You will be in a different sense, but how many times does one toddler, preschooler, seven-year-old want to watch the same movie over and over and over again or the same show over again? Like we've got Kung Fu Panda on at the moment and it's just on repeat. And I can keep really? hearing I keep hearing Rico and Louie going, not again. Like they sit oh. there and they just watch Kung Fu Panda. And it's like so funny because I remember we've had that with Moana when that first came out. Yes, stuff, I remember. And it's so weird how kids just want to watch the same thing. Yeah, to be fair though, like I can, I, I reckon I can understand. Because, well, I wouldn't play it like consecutively day, day, next day, next day. But like there are movies that I've watched so many times. Like I lost my shit about Bridesmaids being on TV on like Saturday night or was it Sunday so, night? I don't know. Sorry, it's not the same. I know, I know. Like it's, oh, okay. No, but I, I mean, I love that too. But this is like actually consecutive. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just really weird. And I know Frozen is probably, you know, if you've got if you're a mother of girls, possibly, uh, very generalized, but when that came out, I'm sure that was on every day for some people. I mean, you know. Yeah. A great film though. One of the best soundtracks of all time. Um yeah. hey, we don't yeah. <laughs> We were talking about insecurities though and um about saying the wrong thing and I oh what I was wanting to say was I received this message and I actually need to email this woman back she's written to us on email um having listened to our podcast and I don't know maybe she's been following along your Facebook page or something for a a little while so then she got onto our podcast not a member and has been listening to the podcast and has now just joined because of listening to the podcast I want to know why she emailed you and how she got your email address is it on the website 
No, so it's, she emailed the subscriptions email address because she joined, ah. and obviously that was the email address that she got given. But our our emails Cute. are on the website. So did she join from listening to the potty and then decided, oh, I think I could maybe exercise with these girls? Yeah, I almost want to find the email to tell you what she said. But I mean, that what a what a what a thrill that we can have her join us off the back of our waffle. Yeah. Um. Okay. Insecurities. So we did this. Um podcast recording a week ago <laughs> and I was in my car and we tried a different um program I think it might have been not yeah we did a eh? that was yeah, it well, so. yeah Irre- and it didn't irrelevant irrelevant but I was gonna try <laughs> I don't know why I said that um hey do you think that you have a pressure now because people think you're funny to always try and be funny <laughs> I <laughs> Clearly you thought that was funny that I said that because I'm not trying to be funny. Actually. I think I'm funny and it's real funny that all this whole time since the beginning I've wanted to say that and slip it in at an okay spot. The guy you've nailed it. Oh my God. Anyway, we did this podcast and it was kind of titled, the whole thing was about our insecurities and we got our mother to listen to it and mum thought we were mad as nutters which is fine anyway we we found extra we found other other we did some more recordings and we uploaded those instead and we thought we might touch on what we were going to show you was this episode about our insecurities and we thought we could touch on some of them today Jess do you think that we should do that or not well I feel like we already have I was just talking about like feeling a bit insecure about um you know doing my job by myself now without Dorian around um I think a part of it though is like you get you you someone sorry sorry I just think it's hilarious and I'm gonna say this out loud my husband is an amazing father and but like and sometimes he's really great around the house sometimes he's not and sometimes when I am on my own I just boss the whole thing and it's so funny yeah. though because I still get that feeling like oh I just want him there you just, yeah. just nice to have them there eh no I know like you're more than capable and almost being on your own makes you step it up a gear as far as your productivity and discipline or yeah, yeah I know yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. what you mean but still you get this thing about them yeah about going back to doing it on your own but I, I think it's just this added pressure at the moment of yeah doing a job and and parenting and um, not being able to go anywhere to break up the day and to take the kids out and a toddler who is bored you know so it's just all, everything compounded um, mm. but and then I can't remember what Dorian said to me last night but he made a comment about me struggling to have conversations with people and it re- reminded me of my insecurity lately which we did talk about on that on that pod recording was like feeling like I had lost some confidence in talking to people like outside of my house. Can I just ask you, why did Dorian bring this up last night? What did that, how did that come about? I cannot remember, but it was very, um, not, it was not uncalled for. It was like topical of what we're related to what we're talking about. Do you know that when I had just had Rico, we were in Sydney and we didn't really, we sort of felt, well, I don't know. I had you guys, but you were in Coogee. What were you doing? <laughs> Having smashed Avo on toast before it was even cool. <laughs> <laughs> you were so cool. Anyway, I remember inviting Dan's brother and his. At, she's now his wife, but it was his girlfriend, and they were just newly together. And I remember we invited them around for dinner, 
And um, I haven't talked about this on the podcast before, eh, Jess? No, I don't think so. I reckon we're going to come into problems like that soon. We're going to be like, have we talked about this? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, I was excited because I thought, I thought I really love him and I was excited to meet her. And so I made this really good salad and I made, like we had a barbecue, I think, and I made a really yummy salad with heaps of Avo. Clearly Avo was, (laughs) clearly Avo was in. And um, she arrived and I remember really kind of being nervous or I didn't really know what to talk about. And it's so weird for me because prior to having Rico, I would never have ever felt like I couldn't connect with someone. I'm, I really pride myself on yeah. being able to chat to anyone. And I just remember th- thinking, what could I talk about? Because all I sort of knew was Rico. It was real weird. But guess what? When we served up the dinner and we served up the salad, um, there was so much Avo. And she was like, oh, I can't. Sorry, I can't have any of the salad. I'm allergic to Avo. Holy moly, is she? Well, Jared begs to differ now. He's like, she hasn't even tried it again in like so many years. She's probably fine. But it was so crazy because I, obviously now she has children and now I'm totally back to who I was, I think, before. But, mm. you know, I can relate to you feeling like this. Yeah, I know. Um, it's weird, isn't it? Because I, 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 I think I'm a confident person and I am really. Um, you, Shara and I used to be so shy as kids and we're not like people, if I tried to tell someone I'm shy now, they're like, like, you're right, you were shy. Trust me, we were shy. But um, yeah, it was off the back of that party for the Olympics with all the rowers. And I, and I said to mum, because you guys, yeah, mum was there and she said something like, um, oh, it's just, it's just after you've had a baby. Like it's this thing. It's like, you know, I am confident in my body and myself and my personality and stuff like that. But there's something about when you are kind of for the phrase that we can't find a new term for knee deep as nappies. Sometimes it just affects you, affects you in a way that you might not really notice until you're put in certain situations. And I just noticed it then that night because, and I think it's because even if you want, even if you don't intend to talk about your children, you end up talking about them because people ask, obviously, they're naturally going to ask. And then you start talking about like your breastfeeding schedule and needing to go home soon because the baby will wake and like, you know, yeah. so you just, yeah. yeah. I'm just like in here trying not to interrupt with so much <laughs> agreeance on you because can you think about me, look back to me and what do I do when I go out now? Um, walk the room. <laughs> Am I, do I want to go, go home early? Really? Do I? No. Do I want to talk to every single person in the room? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So like, it's so weird because my children, it's so weird. It's a season. Mum's right. Because like my kids are older now. I don't spend the whole night talking about my kids, but before I, that's all I did too. Like it's mm. weird. And like, yeah, and it's I, not because it, you do, it's because some people are asking you about them because it's a large part of your life. So it just happens naturally. Yeah. And you're right with the whole, oh yeah, no, I can't stay out too late. Or, I can't drink too much. I'm feeding or I've got to drive. Yeah. I'm feeding. Yeah. Or, um, and yeah. I still, I don't want to go out too late because I get woken up five times a night. But you know, when, one day you'll probably realize oh I'm actually I can go out and actually enjoy a night the kind of way I used to like 
remember when you had Nina and she was younger and you weren't pregnant with Bo, so you'd finished feeding. So Nina was like one maybe Mm -hmm. and you were coming out with me a little bit. You never really let loose, did you? You didn't really want to have a big night. No, because of, yeah, sleep, like if she was up, although she, yeah, she she was sleeping by then. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there wasn't that much time in between stopping her and sleeping through the night and then getting pregnant again. But the thing is, there's nothing worse than being hung over with a little little toddler. Oh, like, yeah, toddler. that was the that's the put up. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And I know that if you've not had children, or and and I know, and I'm pleased as well. My my anxiety around saying the wrong thing here is peaking. I don't want this to make me feel seem like ungrateful to have my children at all because it's highly not the case. But um, I feel like pr- before I became a mother, I I thought this kind of talk was a bit of codswallop. Like I did, like I didn't really get that. I thought, come on, like you've got a night out, you're away from the kids, like how cool, like enjoy it. And I remember you agree, is agreeance a word, by the way? That's another point I wanted to raise, but <laughs> you will just be nodding your head, I know, and trying not to butt into me because you have explained this to me so many times. Like, no, Jess, but like, I don't want to do, you know, it's like you just, I just didn't really get it before. Yeah, and it's just, I think, this chat is making me think about, say if you don't have children, like you don't really want to go out, you're at, you're at a point in your life where you're over going out, okay, that could be you right now. You might be um, trying for a baby and all you want to do is just stay home and yeah, yeah. food. And I've been there, I've done that too. And then you have a baby and then you can't go out, but you so want to go out, but then you mm. can go out soon. Mm. And then you go out and you're like, oh, I feel a bit weird. And then you get to a point where you can go out because your child's off the boob or, you know, you've got care, a care or it's bottle fed or something. And you spend the whole night worrying about being it's woken. A conflict. Yeah. And yeah. then you get to my point where you actually can go out now. Like one night, one weekend, Dan and I went out po Friday and Saturday because we had a babysitter come around one night. And then I think you did one night. But then we thought, we can't do this. What are we doing? Like, come on. Mm. Gonna... And it's mm. just so funny. And then you think, but then it's, your hangovers are so bad. And you, it's just such a, there's just so many ebbs and flows and rigmaroles, eh? And it's like, if you could, yeah. it's just, you know, we're all, my anxiety is peaking now too. I don't really know how to wrap this part <laughs> of the conversation. <laughs> um, I was just thinking about, like everyone's just at different stages though and there are different like you can always just think that you want to be at a certain stage or you know we can uh, for one point would be I think we've got valid complaints or valid stresses or valid um, things that make us anxious no matter your life no matter what's no matter what age your kids are no matter whether you've got kids and obviously if you're not not able to have kids or whatever like we've all got a story or a reason and justified reasons for feeling the way we do and that's all we can say (laughs) like I'm at the point I'm anxious now about you know in like eight years so Rika will be 18 no seven years and then I might be going out and I might try and find him and he'll be out and I'll be like where are you but then how about the other boys that will be at home it's just horrible there's just so much overwhelming thought that there's so much overwhelm yeah there's a lot of overwhelm that's what I said to Shah the other day I was feeling overwhelmed this last few days and I think it goes back to what I was saying like it's just you put well there's someone wrote when they uh, when we asked for podcast ideas about wanting to talk about the mental load 
and the mental load I think is a big thing a mother's mental load or a parent's mental load but I just talk I'm talking from my perspective as a mother and it's just the mental so like yeah the thing the the pressure that you put on or the mental stuff that you take on board through being whatever through your job or through being a parent or a wife or whatever it might be that is huge and then I was going to say something else oh the pressure of obviously just doing getting tasks done and work done in amongst um looking after the children and like the electrician being in the house and all of that and then the argument would be like oh but you don't have to work you know you don't need to do that many hours or whatever it might be but it's like but I love my work Mm. I would work 50 hours a week if I could you know um anyway we're going down Uh, some big path and all I um, keep looking at is your crutch I've I've kind of picked my nose a little bit, forgetting, like, not proper, just a little, not a, like, I don't, not a proper one, unless I'm in the toilet, eh, mum, with toilet paper, but just, like, a little thing on the edge of my nostril, and then I remember that you're right watching, but I didn't think you could. I'm pretty much just looking at nearly your, just your crutch sort of region. That's lovely. Hey, um, I was just thinking last night, Dan was watching, we were all watching the rugby, and it was on at six o'clock, the All Blacks. And I just started to, I just created drama in my head. Like it was messy. The house was messy. And I was like, how can anyone enjoy this game when like there's just so much, so many socks around and, and so much, so much yeah. socks, so, ma- yeah. so many single socks. I don't know. Mm. But I said to him, does this not like annoy you? He's like, no, at the moment I'm watching the game and that's all I'm looking at. Well, like, that's, oh, I just... that's exactly it, right? Like I can't, it would annoy the shit out of me too and if we could just control those feelings and just like choose our you know things that make us yeah I but but at the end of the day it's you know a tidy house helps your mind I know but I do Mm. think like you know with all of our overwhelm part a lot of it you don't need it you can just block it out and focus on the present focus on the now focus on what's important and I think that's a good lesson for us in a way Mm, yeah um all right are we wrapping this up because we've gone on way too long we were going to do half an hour it's already 41 minutes um yeah I'm having an over analyze moment of if this is boring or not that's okay we'll discuss that later offline (laughs) (laughs) have you got a sparkle spreader today oh um Hmm. You know the goal of the sparkle spreader. Like, what is it? Because what what is the goal of the sparkle spreader? Can you just elaborate on that? You can kind of choose. Um, it would be something that sort of made you feel a bit sparkly, or some sparkle in your life, or whether it might be something that you could spread to other people to get sparkle in their life. That's how okay. I take it. Well, I I saw yesterday there was a bit of a quote that we talked about with mum and you and mm-hmm. I can't remember the full quote so this morning in my workout I kind of said just a couple of words from it and then I've had someone message me saying oh I just love that and it was um so today my sparkle spreader is be warm it, it, it says be warm not cool in my brain but you can be cool and warm but if there's one thing you want to be try and be warm I think um mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. a good yeah. thing to say? What if you are really yeah. cool, but 
<laughs> the whole point of it was like, you know, don't try so hard to be cool if it's like not if being cool is like everything you're pinning yourself on. Yeah. So you'll be cool when you're no longer here. Your body will be cool. So just focus on warmth and warmth is so much more important. And I agree. Can I just say that on my workout at the end, um, when my time at my intervals had stopped, it said, you are rad. And I was going to say, mm. you're rad. And then I thought, that's not me. I, I In my head, before <laughs> I saw that, I was thinking, you guys are amazing. So yeah. I said, oh, that just like, um, that relates back to my quote. Like, if I said to you guys, you are rad, I'd be like, oh, I'm trying to be cool. Because that's not really, doesn't come from within me saying that. And so I said, I really want to say that you're amazing. But my timer says you're rad. <laughs> rad. And it, is rad cool? <laughs> Well, red's quite cool, I think. Yeah, red oh. is like, a bit like, oh, that's sick. And sometimes I say that to try and be surfy cool like the boys. And I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm just warm. I'm warm. Yeah. Warmth is great. Warmth is amazing. I love oh, a thanks. warm person and you're very, very warm. Um, Is that the rest of, is that your sparkle spreader? Yeah. Is that okay? Really nice. Yeah. Um, okay. I think my sparkle spreader is about what we just talked about at the beginning like I just want to give some more um philosophical musings from my amazingly articulate uh brain (laughs) that just don't overcomplicate it we were actually going to talk about this but like we've run out of time don't overcomplicate things like I know that you might have very specific goals related to exercise or nutrition and they are valid whatever they may be um if they are weight loss orientated totally valid but it needn't be so complicated at the end of the day I think what really makes me irate about these weird and wonderful challenges or you know the fitness industry on the whole what really makes me annoyed is the fact that for the most part most people actually know what they need to do to feel better or, you know, if it is about looks, to look better, dare I say that. But, you know, most people for the most part actually know what to do. And if you don't know what to do, okay, there will be, there are so many resources in the industry to help kind of put you on the front foot with it. But don't think that you need to be doing anything amazingly um, unique or, you know, at the end of the day, it's simple. And so that's mm, it. Yeah. yeah. And like um, we've we've all got one body. We've each been given one body. Just move it and think about. Look after it. Look after it. But, you know, within reason, you don't always have to be. But just find that, try and find that balance, if I dare say that word, by not mm. overcomplicating things. Mm. I mean, oh man, this needs a whole podcast in itself, I think. But at the end of the day, you just want to move your body for your mental and physical health. Can I um, button Mm. and do your sparkle spread for you? (laughs) Oh, sorry. Were you not happy with what I was talking about? I am, but I think it. A sparkle spreader, now that I come to think of it, is just like a quick sparkle spread. And I think right. that your sparkle spread is you did a reel this morning on your Instagram. If you don't follow Jess, go follow it, Mitzi Fit, M I Z Z I, like pizza, but M I Z Z I. And your reel was about how you just got up, you had your clothes ready, you didn't overcomplicate it, the kids were up, mm. but who cares? Mm. And you just moved your body 
and mm. it didn't need it doesn't need to be very complicated no and yeah okay so you wanted to keep it short so I won't say anything else that's it I'm done <laughs> clearly um but can I just say that it was a pregnancy postpartum worker. I am nearly six months postpartum, so I can exercise to a higher intensity. But that's it for me today. That's the workout. It was 20 minutes. Um, that's enough. I just wanted to move my body, and that made me feel good. So, you know, I'm not going to go and now do, like, an extra high-intensity workout because this morning's wasn't high-intensity for me or anything like that. Okay? Simple. Done and dusted. Kakite mm. apopo. Yeah, I do remember. Sorry, we're not going yet. I remember people going, what else do you do? What else do you do? Yeah. It's like nothing. Like this this was built, this business was built on us sharing our workout. We don't do anything else. We don't go then to the garage and or go to a class at a gym. You know, we don't. We do what you mm. see mm-hmm. and we, we it's, it doesn't need to be complicated. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Lise. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on the Sparkle <laughs> Pod. Uh, we will see you again. Well, we won't see you, but you will hear us again. Um, <laughs> not sure when we're going to come back, but we be sure that we will be back sooner right. rather than later. Thanks, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.